welcome to episode 92 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast, The Spoiler Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me on my midnight meat train is my co-host, Jennifer the Dream Warrior Strand. Toot toot! Yes, every fortnight, Jennifer and I set ourselves a horror movie to watch, and then we go through it scene by scene and spoil the fuck out of it. Damn right. Mm, it's a deep dive into glorious gore, hard edit, cheesy acting, directing madness, severed wangs and compound fractures. Together we are two people with a love of horror and feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster Movieland memberships. Uh, we have a rating system as well, so you're not left with that severed dick in your hand at the end of the episode, um, mm. which Jen is going to tell us all about now. Heck yeah. All right, so we have a awesome everybody should watch. We've got beer uh, be- beer and chicken wings. <laughs> We've got beer. <laughs> We've got beer. It's, it's 10 a.m. and we got beer. Uh, B, beer and chicken wing group movie. F is fun and dumb. C is a classic that's worth a watch. U is underrated. O, an overrated motherfucker. G, good for its time but is not held up. We've got the J, Jen special, a D-grade movie only I would like. And we've also got the D, Dan special, a movie with lots of practical effects, dismemberment and dicks. We've also got the W, whatever, pfft. We've got the Kesha, low-budget hot mess, C-minus, Craft is stellar, but I hate the content. And, of course, we have the McConaughey, the fucking fucked. We watched it. You don't have to. And this week we watched, on my request, Mm -hmm. um, because I just wanted to relive it, another one of my childhood love kind of films. Couldn't remember. Haven't watched it since I was a kid. Poltergeist 2, The Other Side from 1986. Nice. Yes, it's directed by Brian Gibson. Screenplay by Mark Victor and Michael Grace. Grias? Grias? Grial? Grias. It stars Joe Beth Williams, Craig T. Nelson, Heather O'Rourke and Zelda Rubenstein. Zelda. Zelda. Old Zelds. What a chum. Uh, budget was $19 million and the box office return was $75 million. So... Success. Yeah, massive success. But like Brian Gibson is not known for very good films, eh? What has he done? Well, his top films is uh-huh. number one, Poltergeist 2. Sure. Then The Juror. Yeah, I know. Still Crazy, a rock and roll movie. And then The Josephine, The Josephine Baker Street or something. Yeah, films I've just never heard of. Yeah, I don't know any of those. Like, I can't even see anything anyone would have ever known that he's ever done apart from Poltergeist. I mm. actually, oh, Fr- Frida? Yeah, nah. Frida is in the one with Selma Hayek? Yeah. That's such a stark difference between... It's true. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I suppose, yeah, this is, not my, this is probably his best film, as in like the one he's made the most amount of money from. But yeah, what's its taggy? Uh, they're back. Which I've seen, like, in the... You put up the advertisement for that in the trailer, yeah. which isn't in the film. No, not like, that. Where, where she answers the toy phone and just yeah. looks around and goes, they're back. How like, really, really enunciating on the back. Yeah. And in the film, she just mentions it quickly from hiding under a rug. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, just like, oh, they're back. <laughs> the Freeling family. Yeah. yeah, sorry. No, no, please. Yeah, but I remember that, that they're back and I... Being in the movie, but it yeah, wasn't. It, it was just always on the trailer. Yeah, and I, which I would have seen at the start of VHSs. The uh, the their back is more iconic than the they're here apparently. Yeah, yeah, because like they're here. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that was in the trailer or part of the, it was part of the marketing. It was like their tagline. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. 
Interesting. Uh, the Freeling family move in with Diane's mother in an effort to escape the trauma and aftermath of Carol Ann's abduction by the Beast. The Beast. But <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, but the Beast is not to be put off so easily and appears in a ghostly apparition as the Reverend Kane, a religious zealot responsible for the deaths of his many followers. His goal is simple. He wants the angelic Carol Ann. Why? Nobody knows. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's I not really made clear. Um, so this film, it opens with an old, you know, in the Arizona, I, th- I assume it's the Arizona desert, like yeah. with those real big uh, dirt structures, whatever, those t- those skyscraping big. Yeah, they're really cool. I don't know what they're called. They've no. probably got a, a, a geological name. Um, I just call it really bad erosion. <laughs> <laughs> those big things in giant the Arizona desert. That you see. Yeah, the giant things. We see old truck cruising down the Arizona desert road. They, you know, it'll pick up Ute vibes, and you know, we go in there. We and then this is set. It's modern day. We see a, a Native American uh, driving at the truck. His name is Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got the stereotypical, like you know, they've hammed it up. He's got the long hair, and yeah, they're trying to. They're, they're doing that. They're doing that. Um, and he, you know, he camps up the top of one of these gigantic. Peaks that there's no human could ever get. Yeah, no human could ever get to the top of. (laughs) And now it's nighttime. Yes, storms rolling in. Pumpkin head is close by. It is true. There is a big cloud that just opens up above this. This I don't even know what this fucking monolith of a dirt hill. Yeah, it's a monolith. We'll go with that. Um, So he's like sitting around this campfire. He throws something into the fire, and uh, a Native American ghost. Uh, appears before him and he starts singing and playing was drums. He a, was he a ghost? I just thought he rocked up. Yeah, he's just like, I heard you had beers. Yeah. Beers well, and snacks. Well, I call, I wrote him in like he's like a wise man or something. Like, he just, was he, he, did he appear? He just appeared. I just thought he was Because then he there. disappears. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And now he's there. Yeah. <laughs> so he rocks up, he starts singing, playing his drums. It's really cool. Um, and then a spirit is unleashed from the campfire flames. The campfire flames turn blue. Ooh. I think that was a practical effect as well. They just did blue flames because yep. you can do that. Um, Put a this, bit of a this spirit in there. starts to tell him something, but uh, it didn't have subtitles, so I didn't catch uh, what was picked. Yeah, yeah. Said. I've written in a thing. Was it supposed to have subtitles? Because mine didn't. None I don't this, think it was. All this stuff was in like Native American, so the start bit. So yep. and they're just chatting, and I'm like, it seems like I'm supposed to know. You know when they're like, you're like, oh, I get it. They just they don't have subtitles. I'm just supposed to get the gist. But yep. they, it, you know when it just goes that little bit too long, and you realize you don't have the subtitle track. Like I, like I feel like I'm missing something here. Guys. But I've actually watched films where it's been better without the subtitle track because yeah. you're just like a bit of thinking involved, and yeah. Yeah, I like to pick up on it myself, and if I don't, then that's a uh, shame on me. And our wise man, or the other guy, the ghost guy, yeah. uh, he gives uh, he gives Taylor, he gives him a spear. Mm. And we're led to believe the spear is important and might might come back up later in the movie. <laughs> and you're like, cool, done. Yeah. Cut to the next day. Cut to daytime. Taylor, he's driving um, to, oh, he, he's, he's driving to the neighbourhood from the first film. Yeah, so he's driving through. Uh, we get flashbacks of the events from the first movie. Uh, all the houses are either abandoned or up for sale. It is basically like a ghost town. Yeah, because if you remember in the first film, that it was revealed that they uh, they built on top of a cemetery. But they didn't move the grave. Yeah. They only moved the headstones. <laughs> yeah. So everyone 
caught wind of that and they're like, I don't want to live in a ghost. Well, like, yeah, not semi- just that, but one of the houses like just up and vanished. Yeah, it's, that's thin true. Air. You wouldn't it, want to stick around. And everyone saw it as well, which is nice. So yeah, yeah. it's all it's all covered in dust now, like, like desert dust, because it was like a new um yeah, like an estate, a new estate kind of thing. Yeah, we can see it's in shambles. Mm. Everyone's still in their houses. Nope. Uh, so Taylor he walks around the site of the the house, which is now gone, and he meets up with Tangina. Tangina. I just called her Zelda. That's fine. Tangina. 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 What does tan mean? Is that two tandem? I don't know. Or ten? Maybe. It it's definitely means more than one gina. One vagina. <laughs> more than one gina? Two vagina. Two ta- Tandem vagina. Yeah. Tangina. And I'd call her Zelda for the rest that of the That is absolutely fine. And um, if you don't know who she is, she's that tiny lady from... Was she in Twin Peaks? Was she? Not sure. She's, a she's ti- in the first Poltergeist movie. Yeah, that's true. She's, yeah. a, she's a tiny lady with a high-pitched voice, and she is an expert yeah, in all things ghosts. I love it. And she comes out from... The beneath the ground. Yeah, they're like excavating the site of where the first poltergeist house disappeared. So yeah. they've got like a dig site there. So she's just like, there is a presence. Um, and then he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's what she did. She's got that, that southern accent and that high pitched voice. She's like, there is a presence. Yeah, I'm a little lady. <laughs> and now they've got a hole. They go under there. There's a big underground, underground cave down there. Taylor mm-hmm. goes down there. Zelda goes down there. Some yeah. other person goes down there. This is there. He's just down there. There's she, a bunch of skellies. She, she explains something terrible. Too much power. So she's having like this, like there's something here. It's powerful. It's evil, whatever. Uh, and Taylor delves deeper into the cave. Um, he's like trenching through water. And then he finds... Spelunking. Spelunking. I like that word. And then he finds bones. Bones, skeletons, piles of bodies. He finds, like, he gets a bad vibe. Yeah. And then he basically just goes to Zelda, where is the family now? Yeah. He's like, Hard cut. Dramatic cut. <laughs> where is the family? Cut. They're hanging out, having lunch and enjoying some family time. Yeah, we cut to the family. It's picnic time. Yeah, they're outside. They're like, you know, the, the grandma's knitting and Carol Ann's just handing her yarn and... They're just joking and laughing and having now, a gay old time. We have a family now. As the This is the family, the same cast from mm-hmm. Poltergeist 1. I've just named them Carol Ann. Obviously, yes. Carol Ann, the little girl. Yep. Robbie is the brother. Yes. And then I've just called mum and dad, mum and dad. Sure. And then I've called the mum's ma- mother, grandma. Yes, so, I, I referred to her as grandma. Um, I did know that the mum and dad are called Diane and Steve or Stephen. I called um, them dad and mum. So that's fine. We'll just We will go with that. Um, so this is just a very short scene. They're kind of like getting over the, the, the trauma of what has happened and they kind of seem like they're moving on. Um, we cut to later that night, um, Stephen and Robbie are listening to a baseball game on the radio and Robbie is just like, why can't we get a TV? We could be watching and this. Dad's like, no TV. And the dad's like, no. No TV. <laughs> We're no never TV. getting a TV ever again. <laughs> we also get um, like a weird vibe that like, the grandma's talking to Carol Ann and like goes, Hey, can you get me that yellow wool? Yeah. And Carol Ann grabs it without looking at it, giving us the idea that she has some sort of extra sensory perception power now uh-huh. from coming back from the other side or some shit. Um and that the, the grandma, grandma is very well very aware of. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, because um, we cut to the kitchen. The grandma walks through. She's checking on Caroline, who is aggressively drawing at the kitchen table. She's just like there. She's like, fuck yeah, drawing. It's yeah. awesome. Um, like that meme of that kid? Fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. And um, she's she's drawing a scary man. And the grandma's like, oh, who is this? And she's like, I don't know. She's just drawing a scary man. Doesn't know why. Yeah. Um, the grandma then says, she's like, you know, I also knew things when I was little and I... It's knew- called Shining. <laughs> yeah, right? I it's was basically like, the Shining The Shining, speech. right? <laughs> yeah, the- it is. It's, you know, her and Carol Ann, they both share this gift. Gift to know things before stuff happens, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We get the idea. Yeah. And now we cut to the uh, mum and dad in the room. They're hanging out. Mum's on the phone with the insurance company or something. Or oh, I can't remember if I'm on she, the phone. Yeah, this, I, like, a- I like this thing because this is like a lot of like frequently I hear about the people are going back and revisiting the fact that these are just two cool parents from the first film, Smoke and Joints. Yeah. And that's what everyone's talking about at the moment. Like they're just revisiting this thing. But they're having this argument in the bedroom because um, the insurance company have like you know, denied their claim again. They're, because, they're yeah. almost broke. And they're like, well, because the house is just missing. Yeah, they're like, if the house has disappeared, then it counts as being missing yeah. and not destroyed or whatever. So it it's might not, just turn up again. It's not an insurance claim. And, yeah, we get a get a bit of back and forward with, like, the mum and dad. Like, you know, they're... Dad's a bit of a crazy, you know, off yeah. the chain kind of used to be pot-smoking hippie man. Now he's, like, businessman. Yeah, we, we get that kind of vibe. You know, they ended up kind of, like... Loving each other and then kissing and yeah. so to show that they're they're still very much in love and they've still got that rambunctious attitude. Mm, except Carolyn walks in and interrupts their uh, canoodling, as you do. Yeah. Anyhow, we cut to the next day and they're at the mall, mm-hmm. the fucking dirt mall. <laughs> Like, it's a piece of shit, It's eh? Harbour Town, basically. It's Harbour Town if Harbour Town lost its job. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's it's gross. Exactly. Uh, Rob's watching a TV in the shop in a shop window. Because he doesn't have TV. He no. needs it. And uh, Carol Ann notices that there is a man following her. And uh, he's like, he's like, he's always an Amish looking dude. He is, yeah. He's like, so you know, he's... dressed in black with the wide brim hat and shit. He's old. Yeah. Therefore he must be evil. Yeah. Because this is a young family and we can't have old people. No. And now he uh he you know, someone walks through him, he is mm-hmm. just like a ghost apparition. Keeps going. Caroline sees that and he's she's like, Oh fuck. She doesn't mention <laughs> that to her anyway. And of course she She gets lost. She gets lost. She starts freaking out and Screaming and like running off, and then she bumps into the man, and he asks her to go with him. Yeah, getting a real pedo vibe off this mm-hmm, dude. Like mm-hmm. he may be the I, I've written in my notes the world's biggest pedo. Like, and he's like, hey, and he talk. He's like full like demented religious. Yeah. Zealot, nut, like cult leader vibe. He starts um singing her a god song, some kind That's of like, god song, just yeah. to like. Calm her down. Calm her down, if anything, because he's got her by the arm. If anything, I'd be more terrified. Yeah. You know. Anyway, mum rocks up. She's like, oh, fuck. Thanks for looking after my kid. And he's like, you got a beautiful baby there. And I'm like, fuck, man. I'd no. just like punch him in the face and leave. Fuck yeah. that shit. Don't touch my kid ever again, you weirdo. Yeah. And now, that's it. They go home. Mum yep. and grandma are having a talk. Um, You know, grandma's like, you know, you got powers. I got powers. We've all got powers for some reason. We Caroline's have powers. Caroline's got powers, and Diane is just like, no, no powers. There are no powers in this house. Stop talking about powers. Nobody's got the shining. Stop it. 
Yeah, but then uh, mum's like trying to remember what... Because mum can't remember what happened from yeah. the first film. She tries to remember. She freaks out. The end. Yeah, she no longer wants to talk about it. And we cut to the middle of the night. Night time. Caroline wakes up in her parents' bedroom. She obviously sleeps in there quite a lot. It's weird. Was she in her parents' bedroom? Yeah, she wakes oh, yeah, up yeah, in, in between the, in her mum and dad. Because I, I thought this was such a strange thing. Because she wakes up. Um, she walks into her grandma's room. She gives her a gentle little kiss on the head. Yeah, like Carol Ann, the young girl, kisses her sleeping grandmother yep. in, while she's asleep in bed. Yes, and then walks into Back to her, her own bedroom. Own room, yeah. And she gets into bed. Um, the toy phone that she has on the ground starts to ring. And this is like one of those old... Uh, everyone remembers these phones, yep. like the fake phones that everyone... Uh, and it's a great... TV was the first vibe in, in Poltergeist 1. Fake little toy phones is the vibe. Yeah, this second. is it. I like it. Yeah, she in it. She gets up and she answers it. So it's her grandma. Her grandma has passed. Yeah, this was really good. She just basically says like, "Hello, grandma." Like, yeah, nice. I'll be good. I love you too. Bye bye. And that's just it. Like, yeah. so like a kids' conversation. Next morning. Yeah. Cut to you know, mum and dad upset. Grandma's died. Yeah. She tells the kids, and I mean, Rob's upset. Caroline is just. Just at ease. She knows. She's like... She's already had the conversation with Grandma. Yeah, she got to say goodbye. I don't know why Grandma didn't call everyone. Yeah, right? Can I you can... put your mum on the line? <laughs> Go wake your mum. i got to say goodbye to her too. Um, anyhow, we get mum outside. She's cutting some roses and we get a flashback of when she planted the roses when she was young with her mm-hmm. grandma. A wafty wind goes past <laughs> and... Oh, my grandpa's presence is in the roses or the wind or some shit. What's the happening? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's great. Whatever. Cut to night time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that scene. Uh, storm, crowd, uh, storm clouds roll in on the house. No, just, these, you're these just on the house. Like, yeah. so these clouds Nowhere else. It's just like... Big, like and these, I thought these shots looked cool where they've yeah. made these like clouds appear above the house with practical effects. But like, they're not practical effects, but like not CG. Yeah. Like superimposing cloud. I don't know how they did it. Fucking clouds. old school shit. Yep. Cloud. So now we've got this doom and cloud that's just above their house. No one notices it. It's nighttime. No, because Diane's outside. She's like taking out the garbage or something. And then she's as she's walking across the yard, a bunch of like corpses come out of the ground and start grabbing at her leg. And yeah. They drag her into the ground. Dragging into the ground. And like, she wakes up. And yeah, it was real obvious. Trick. It was a dream. And you're like, it's not a trick. I got that because this shit can't happen this early in the film. <laughs> So she's already getting dreams of corpses under the house, dragging her down, which could just be PTSD from the corpses that were under her old yeah, house. Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Um, so she checks on the kids. They're sleeping. Um, we see it, the cloud getting bigger once again. It does. It starts raining. It starts raining. And we all know that ghosts are transferred through rain. Well, yes. Yes, they are. So the roof starts leaking. We dripping see, onto this toy phone. And every time it hits it, it kind of rings a yeah. bit. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, I like that. So we get the impression now that because the phone was on obviously a conduit to the other side that the grandma used, that now the fucking, the bad ghosts are getting in through the phone, which I'm like, so it's a fucking grandma's fault. Leaving the fucking... Pretty much. Leaving the fucking phone door open. Didn't yeah. even lock it up. Idiot. No. Y- yeah. Nah, you you got to shut that shit If that, that grandma hadn't been fucking around with the phone, these guys wouldn't have had a way in. It's her fault for dying. Um, so <laughs> the phone starts to ring. Carol Ann wakes up and she answers it. And she's like... Grandma? She's very excited, but it's not grandma. And then, of course, every... Have you fucking noticed that in every horror film, 
that has a small child, a little girl or whatever, there is always a very creepy doll sitting on a very tiny chair in their room. Yeah, well, they were at, that was very classic from the original Poltergeist, yeah. the clown with the long arms, which I thought was a fucking great doll where the kid yeah. puts the rug over it. But this one, yeah, we can see there's a doll. It's kind of like as she's on the phone talking to who the fuck she's talking to now, fucking Starts old mate ghost dick. And, um, yeah, we see its head turn around and uh, we're like, oh, yeah. Then all the fucking toys come alive. Yeah. And this is the point when fucking subtlety just left this film. <laughs> that, right, it, it, the tagline that you read shouldn't be there back. It should be... Subtlety has left the building. <laughs> this film is the most ham-fisted, unsubtle film. It's not a bad film. No. But my God. Yes. The first film built this like, well, it, it was like, Tobe Hooper, wasn't it? And Steven Spielberg, like yes. building this like yeah. narrative of this like believable, slow mo- mo- moving, elevated horror <laughs> fucking bullshit of a story. Um, but this one is just like, nah, mate, you know what's going on. Let's just go fucking ham when you put my gloves on. Which ones? Those giant ham that are hanging <laughs> in the kitchen. We want them. Put them on me, you fuckheads. <laughs> well, it is also important to note at this point that there are heavy cuts throughout this film. Like, there was a lot of complaint from actors and performers um, because there was so many, so much of it that was shot and then a lot of it and a lot of important stuff was kind of just cut out. So they kept all, like, the crazy ghost shit and just pulled out a bunch of the story? Is that what you reckon happened? Yeah, right. I'd love to see a super cut of this film. Like, give me a three, give me a fucking The Batman three-hour version of Poltergeist 2. Do you know what? I'd watch it. It'd probably be wicked. Yeah. If they could reinsert the subtleties of the first one into it and the long game vibe, this is a short film, eh? Oh, it's very short. And so there are certain points throughout this as well that we can be like, okay, well, here's a continuity error because... She was meant to be here and now she's not here. Oh, yeah, there's heaps of like, that. Characters disappearing, reappearing. Because it's all just heavily, heavily cut. They fucked it. wonder why. wonder why. Studios. I blame the studios. Anyhow, the toys. They're going crazy. They are. And yeah. we like, Caroline pulls her phone away from her ear and, of course, wham, bam, a fucking big-ass uh, ghost comes out. And then the I like these ghosts, how they do ghosts in these old films, yeah. like Ghostbusters and all that. The wispy, clear, white... Uh, you know, you can tell it's a puppet or whatever. That's uh, and it just always looks good. Yeah, I think these fucking uh, old school ghosts are great. Like, cause you can look at it and you're like, it, it doesn't look like CG. So you're not like it's CG. You like, you look at it and you go, it's something I don't understand, which is yeah. fucking great. Like, yeah. fuck yeah, big old fucking ghost, big old white man ghost bursts out of the phone. You know. And then the house starts. Like, Robbie's woken up because they sleep in the same room. He's like, why the fuck are all my toys going off? Yeah. So that he tries to sort of grab Carol Ann and he kind of tries to kind of hide her. At this point, Diane and Steve, they wake up. Because they... the whole fucking house is shaking like an earthquake. I know. They Look, this is just a family coming into a, a little old lady's house and then ruining it. Well, they've ruined it by killing her. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, <laughs> that's how it starts. You um... know, like, so then you've got mum and dad. They're like, fuck, fuck, shit. Oh, it hit my, I got excited and hit my hand on you the wall. You hit Constantine. Um, yeah, like mum and dad are running around like, wow, the house is shaking. We have to find our children. They uh, they run into Rob and, Robbie's and Caroline's room and, you know, where the fuck are my kids? Is it still shaking or has it kind of died down? I think down? it's like it's died down, like it, everything's quiet again and then they're but like... But they just think it, they don't think it's a ghost attack or anything. I just think, no. I just think it's an earthquake. Yeah, quite possibly. Because uh, who knows where they are. They might be in an earth, earthquake territory. I don't actually know where it's set. Arizona? Yeah, we'll say that. But we don't even know if it's set where that was. 
Um, or anyway, anyhow. What so they're looking around the room. They can't find Robbie or Carol Ann. And then, of course, they find Carol Ann in a corner under a blanket. And they rip it off and she's just like, they're back. They're back. I thought it was weird that where was Robbie? Yeah. Where I thought it would have been good. I thought they should have been hugging each other. It would have yeah. made way more sense if they were together because they were together. Once again, continuity. Where is this continuity? Where's Robbie? They're like, we can't use. Oh, shit. The ghosts have already come out. We can't use the phone again <laughs> and use that scene that we've already used. Mm-hmm. That must be one of the cut scenes. I reckon, possibly. In that trailer. So many cuts. Um, so... Fucking family bails straight away. Good call. Yeah. I was like, yeah, dad would. That's that, that dude's how he thinks as well. He'd be like, fuck this shit. Let's get out of here. Yeah. This happened last time. We don't want the house disappearing while we're in it. No, this is our house. It's uh, our house now. We've, been, house we've now. inherited it. We called it. dibs on it when that bitch died. <laughs> we're squatters now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're just like, get, they're just like, fuck this shit. Let's yeah. go. Middle of the night. And I'm like, good. Yeah, because you would do that. You wouldn't go, let's wait until the morning and sleep on this. No, no. They nope the fuck out. And they open the front door and bam, fuck, shit. Taylor. Taylor's there. He's like, yo, um. He like he introduces he, he introduces him. I can't remember exactly what he says, but he introduces himself, and you know the dad's like, "Yep, that's that's real good for you." Yeah, the dad's. I like the dad's character yeah. in all the films. He's I, very yeah. like matter of fact. He's like, "Oh, cool, great, pleased to meet you. Get the fuck out of the way." And yeah, he's exactly. Like, and and then Taylor's like, uh, "Tangina sent me." And they're and like, Tangina, like, oh. the lady with more than one vagina? <laughs> Multiple vagina tangina. It's weird because her body is so small, she doesn't have room for an- another vagina on you there. You don't know what she's housing under that. And it's in her chest. It Maybe. It's like full Video fucking dream. Wicked City anime style. <laughs> Quite and now possibly. he's just like, there's no use running, he'll find you. You know, he's not. it's not attached to the house, it's attached to you, you fucking idiot. Yep. They still no power, they leave and they head yeah, to Yeah, they're work. like, fuck you, Taylor. We don't know you. You can't tell us what to do. They drive to a local diner uh, where they're sort of feeding their children sugar and ice cream and shit. And they trying to work out why figure out what they're gonna do. And uh, while they're sitting there working out, we see some like full redneck grossy ladies at at the other side of the table having an argument. One of them turns around. As she turns around, she comes up to the family and says some weird shit to them uh, and she has turned in and her voice is now the grandma's voice mm-hmm. and the grandma and she's basically possessed this lady without her permission. Yeah. Um, it says basically tells them, you got to stick together. You have to be a family. You have to be brave. And the mum's like, grandma or mom or whatever. Uh, anyhow, no one seems to, else seems to think that that was what happened. Yeah. It's so strange though, because like this woman has passed on, but she can still come back and possess the living she can and do whatever. She's, she's got like godlike powers. She's, yeah, she's like a little little demigod. She's a fucking deity, motherfucker. Anyhow, they bail from the uh, the diner, and who's out waiting on their car? Oh, Taylor. He's like, fuck he's it. hanging out with their dog. He's I'm hanging like, out. Fuck yeah. Um, Dad is off the whole situation. He's just yeah. like, fuck this shit. I don't want anything to do with this bullshit. Don't want anything to do with you, Taylor. You seem like a dickhead. Um. Diane, of course, she wants in. She's like, you can help us. And, of course, Carol Ann has already made fast friends with him. She's, like, sitting on his lap having a good old chat with him. Yeah. You so, know. basically, they just realise that they have to go back to the house because, like, yeah. right, it's it's, it's, it's just going to follow them. I have to go back to the house. So, they get back to the house. Um, Taylor's with them. Yep. Just kind of, he's just kind of now. Now he's there. He, this is the next day. He's just been there all day. He's just living with them now. They're like, well, fuck. And then no one believes him. But you know how to make someone believe that you've got fucking ghost powers? Summon a bunch of butterflies. Yes. Oh, yes. Taylor summons a bunch of butterflies out in the garden to create a very angelic scene. And everyone's like, we're convinced. Yep. He he can summon butterflies. 
you know what? Awesome. I've been to the broken butterfly house and I didn't, there was no magic there. You didn't summon butterflies? Didn't have to. They were just there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's convenient. Um, Anyhow, so now uh, the family is convinced. The mum is convinced. So what does Taylor do? He gets Robbie, puts war paint on him and starts scratching up his arm and hurting her son to make them not, make the mum. Then the mum finds like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Dickhead. I don't want you scratching up my son. He goes, he's a man. He's like, I don't fucking care. So he kind of like makes, but within the same scene, she kind of like comes back around. I'm like, yeah. this, if you're going to cut any scene, cut that scene. What, or the butterfly scene. Oh, no, no, like, hey, keep the butterfly scene there. They, need, they needed something to make them believe. Oh, no, yeah, he could have just like slowly they could have believed him. But, yeah, you didn't need this scene. And if they've cut out other good scenes, mm. then that was well, a weird scene. I was like, And it never comes back. No. Not there's no, like, Robbie being a man. No. Because he's got a scratch on his arm and war paint. I think the last time we see him, he's hiding in a cupboard. It's the last time we see him. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Steve come ho- comes home. He's he's pissed off. Like, he's super angry because Taylor had... Uh, there's a scene previously where Taylor offers to fix his car. He's like, your car is very angry. And he's like, oh, you can make it happen? And he's like, yeah, of course. And he comes home and he's like, he's fucking look at my car. It's pissed. And it's pissing like, out with smoke and shit. We get this thing. And then, of course, we cut to the front of the house and the creepy man is walking down the street. He's singing his God song. It's just weird. And he notices Carol Ann. He's on... a good actor, eh? He oh, seems like the creepiest actor. dude in the world, eh? Oh, uh, it's terrible. Like, I want to look up his name. Because they used him in Poltergeist 2 as well. 3, I think, as well. No. It's a different guy? It's a different guy oh. because he died. Oh, well. Yeah, he died of... He... Everyone, doesn't everyone die on this film? Okay, yes, we will talk about that. <laughs> we will talk about that. Yes, because he he died. He had stomach cancer while he was filming this, which is why he's so like gaunt. Gaunt, yeah, sickly. right. They used his like. Um, oh, you look great. I'm actually dying. Just be in the film then. <laughs> Sign this contract. <laughs> so yeah, whole religious guy. He rocks up at the house. He's like singing. Um, Who is, lets it, their it, child sit outside on the front lawn though? By themselves, unattended. It is the eighties. I apologize. It is true, and. Uh, um, the dog doesn't like him, and you know, know. And it then starts raining. Taylor's already mentioned that dogs don't like bad at, bad spirit, so yeah. dogs. Start. And our fucking dad is at the door. He won't let religious man in, and religious man's like, "You should let me in the house." Like yeah. I fucking and like, like he, Taylor, he's he can't be trusted. You shouldn't trust him. You should trust me. Who are you gonna trust? The Native American or me? The Reverend Creepy Guy that you the just The white met. religious dude. I'm like, I did like the idea that the the bad guy in this film is religion. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, you got to let me in. And he starts to convince using his fucking, his ghost convinc- convincing powers. Jedi ghost trick. Yeah, he basically starts kind of mesmer, not mesmerizing. Uh, hypnotizing. Hypnotizing the dad into like, let me in. So we get the vibe that even though he's already in the house, and doing shit in the house mm. that he has to be invited in, which is weird because they never invited the ghosts in in the first film. No. And they're already in there. And he never gets let in from here on, but still everything happens. So, this- Well, he does get let in later on technically. Okay. Technically. Anyhow, uh, the mum has a vision because mm-hmm. she has fucking ghost powers. She also has The Shining. The Shining. She has a vision of the old guy. Um uh, leading the followers down to an underground place and cave. fucking them all. She she feels the fear and the emotions of the people that have been locked in this cave. 
because uh, they've been promised it's the end of the year. Oh, fuck, fuck, some bullshit. Anyhow, she realizes that he's a fucking dickhead. Yeah. He's like, don't want him. So um, Steve is basically, like, Caroline comes in once again, distracts Steve um, from the from ghost, from go- from yeah. ghost hypnotics. Um, and he's just like, Jane no, says no, no, get fucked, cunt. So then he starts yelling. <laughs> he's just like, you're all going to die. Yeah, you great. die. Death. You're all gonna <laughs> die in this house. Yeah, yeah, and it's so. T- Taylor just walks up. Where after this has all happened, he was there the whole time. He didn't go like, "Nah, I'm not a fuckhead." Yeah, he just goes, "That was a test. You passed." And I'm like, "If I if that'd be me, I'm like, why didn't you fucking tell me that like, was? What the- were you doing? Like, what? Are you, why did you just appear at it? What? Stop using ambiguous ways to help me and just tell me what the fuck's going on. Yeah, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that lives on... Uh, no, no, no. I'm a Native American and we only do things that white people don't understand. <laughs> yes. So you... Yeah, yeah and it's just like... Uh, anyhow. Anyhow, Dad and Taylor have a chat about Dad's role in the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dad was losing faith in, his, in himself, but he's just like... No, because, like, yeah, because the bad guy... He can read your mind. He can read your mind and he uses your fear. So he was convincing the dad that, like, you're not good enough. Taylor's coming. He's going to become the dad. He's going to bang your wife and fuck your kids or whatever. Jesus. Yeah, well, whatever he said, yeah. Yeah. Which was none of that. None of... It wasn't. (laughs) Well, no, he did. He he was trying to convince, like... Yeah, he was, like, trying to convince him that he's not strong enough to protect his family. Yeah. Basically. And um, yeah, I've I've lost what happened. Anyhow, cut to mum and Caroline and dad hanging downstairs <laughs> while Robbie tends to his braces upstairs. Mm-hmm. Robbie's going to stay. They're like, clean your braces, motherfucker! And he's like, okay. he's like, I'm doing it. <laughs> Get out of my room. There's like also a very quick scene of Robbie thinking that he's going to start shaving. Yeah. And because right, he's like eight or whatever. I yes. And that late. scene, like, I don't know why they didn't cut that one because that one was very un- it didn't lead anywhere. No. It didn't. I think they were going to go for like, maybe they would have thought originally that Robbie was going to become the man of the house because they did this scene with him as, with the with um, with um Taylor yeah. becoming a man and then him thinking about shaving and then they just let that go. Because he's a man. Because it might have been they thought, might have thought that he was going to be the power at the end that yeah. helped, but then they just fell back onto old dad again. Anyhow, I actually think that's what they were going to do or they did and cut it out. Quite possibly. Um. Basi- so, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then so yeah, Robbie's up like cleaning his his, his braces. The family's downstairs. There's the the phone there because up until this point, the mum and dad don't know that all the problems coming through the phone. Yeah, and uh, Caroline's like, he's like, I'll play with you on your phone, and dad answers, to, goes to talk on the phone, like make out, like <laughs> I'm using the phone, and of course, wow, what happens? Does the ghost come out then or something? Some shit happens. Uh, yeah, he he basically he gets com- zapped across the room. And then the the ghost of the reverend is in the house and he sits in the chair. So is that him letting, letting the reverend in by, like, answering the phone? No. Okay. No. Yep. I think the vomit scene's that scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. But while this but he is didn't happening... Let that, he didn't let that happen. He did. He. But how did he... It doesn't matter. We'll call about it when we get we'll, to it. We'll get there. Anyhow, all you need to know about this... Shit's going down. Right, we get some more house fucking up shit. We get the great scene with Robbie though upstairs with yeah. his braces. So Robbie's looking at his braces. All of a sudden, his braces go, and they come out of his mouth. And uh, this is a great like practical effect. Yeah, this scene. looks amazing. 
I think there's a little bit of stop motion in there, a little yeah. bit of like, you know, braces, um, sleight of hand, like because he's holding his, his teeth. Yes. And like we can see that there's all these wires coming out. Like his braces are growing out like spiders out of his mouth and is going grabbing shit and, and thing. And I'm like, this is a scene I remember. Because remember yeah. I said that we were going to watch this film and I was like, remember the braces the scene? The braces scene. That's the one you remember. And the tequila worm. They're the yes. two things I remember. Just like, Yeah. And then, of course, so, you know, he – the. They hear him screaming downstairs. Uh, they go rushing up into the bathroom and they see that he is now basically entwined. He's like... He's up he's, on the ceiling. He's like a chrysalis Yeah, of, he's like a spider being... Wire. Yeah, um, like a spider wrapped up in the corner of the room in yeah. fucking braces. We get that really cool one shot of Isn't just it? his eye and he just looks so terrified as this is happening. This kid, man, everything happens to him and he, he's never the like the, the ghost's like, aim. He just has collateral damage to Carol Ann's shit. He really is. The first one he gets eaten by a fucking tree and, and attacked by a clown <laughs> yeah the poor kid yeah he and just like gets thrown into up. a pool full of corpses no oh, it wasn't the mum it doesn't matter it's uh, this poor kid like i feel like i don't want my sister anymore fuck her no you'd be like bye-bye yeah um you know like robbie's stuck to the ceiling by his braces which has never ever been done in any film ever again no, that it really idea. hasn't. Not that I've seen. And so there's all these like. Did it even this... happen in the remake? No, because that was a remake of Number One, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um. So the all the wires are sort of coming together, and they're like trying to flick at you know the mum and the dad. And at the at one point, um, they like Taylor, they... help. Yeah. And Taylor's there's down... no Taylor. He's, Taylor's... he's downstairs with Carol Ann. Yeah, and they're like, "You coward, come and help us!" And he's just holding her. He won't go up there. And so yeah. you're like, "Oh fuck." And then, like, the dad grabs some of the wires and it's going he to just, the electrical like, plug. He smashes it into the electrical plug and then pff, gone. No, no, no. That, that it's about to go into the electrical plug. And they're like, no, it's going to go into the electrical plug. And then it goes into the electrical plug and it just all disappears. Yeah. So it's obviously no one knows why that. I, I, I can, you can only assume that the ghost is not powerful enough to no. do anything more than that. And once it got electrocuted, it's like, ow. Like, ouch. Ouchies. I'm out of here. Um, so, yeah, um, the, Stephen comes downstairs and he starts, like, berating Taylor. He's like, why didn't you help? What, and he's like, what the fuck? And he's, and he's like, like, I was protecting Carol Ann. Yeah, it's not after you guys. It's just he fucking with her. you. Yeah, anyway, Dad goes to sit down and he gets thrown across the room because there was already a ghost sitting in that seat. <laughs> he sits on a ghost. It's like, this is my chair. Yeah, ghost throws old Dad across the room and he's like, he... And is it the ghost of old man? Old mate? Yeah. He, says, he says some funny lines. Or, yeah. You're it's all going to die, motherfuckers. Or something like that. So it's the middle of the night now. And he, and he, yeah, and he just floats away and bails. And yeah. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> um, so the middle of the night now, all the family are sleeping downstairs together. They're staying together. Taylor, he's walking around. He's sort of like, because um, Taylor is a shaman, basically. Yeah. And he's, he's just... doing some magic. He's doing some... Trying to keep the spirits a barrier. away. He's doing a... A, 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 a protective barrier. A Native American barrier. Just like a big salt circle around the house. Yeah, shit like that. Um, and he starts explaining to... I think he's explaining it to, to Stephen um, that... It's just the whole family. He's yeah, just like... that this man that is after Carol Ann, he is filled with a demon. And he wasn't and... the ghost from the first one. No. He was just... That he just got the um, he just got the vibe of her when I yeah I don't I think know they, because he was 
I think when she crossed over into the other side in the first film, he got the vibe of, ooh, yeah. check her out. She's sick. And he's kind of followed her, like, to, like, yeah. he thinks that she's, like, part of his, like, cult or whatever. Or and some I think shit. as well, like, once they started he excavating wants get, the... He wants to possess her. Yeah. Basically, that's, like, the short and curlies of it. So um, the next day, Dad and Taylor go to the desert. Yes. They're like, he's like, you're ready. You, we're going to go do some Native American stuff, stereotypical to the 1980s. Yes. Going to smoke some pipe weed, um, Lord of the Rings style. That's what, was that pipe weed? Sure. Yeah, I think it was. Mm. Um, and shit like that. They're off. They go into the, uh, Arid, the desert. They go on a, a peyote-fueled f- fucking sex night. <laughs> Uh, back at the house, there is a knock at the door. It startles Diane. She's like doing housework or whatever. Um, she walks the up to the door. The scariest thing in the world, door knockers. Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. Um, she checks the peephole. There's no one there. Okay. No, this is fine. It's just the ghost. It's, it's fine. a no- knock not and a run ghost. There's another <laughs> knock. She answers the door to check it out and it's Tangina. She's it's arrived. Luke. She's down. She was too sh- She is so short. She is very she short. She is nearly the same size as Carol Ann in this film. Yes. Right? There's a bit where they're standing together and she's only about a couple of inches higher than her, which is... Is she still alive? No. No, she I don't away. think so. We'll Anyhow, she kept, she rocks up, which should have been the first person that came there and just tells the story of what's yeah. going on. Like, it's like this is my what? friend Taylor. He is a shaman and he will be helping you. And this is a guy, old guy that we found under your house. He ran a religious cult. But, like, what was she doing the whole time? She was. Why wasn't she there to begin with? Like, she was this dusting is the- dirt off of all the bones in her archaeological dig. She's, like, She's not an I just have to get the dirt off this stuff before I come. You go ahead. <laughs> it's very dirty. Oh, God. So she sits down. Yeah, there's a lot of characters appearing and disappearing in this. She she sits down and just t- lays out everything to the mum, basically. Yeah, she's like, have a look at this photo. What can you tell me? And she's like. Yeah, she's like, I've got, I can't do any more magic, but you can. <laughs> You've got the power. She's, so she's handing like uh, photographs. She's like, this is the tomb we found under your swimming pool. It was a religious sect that disappeared. Um, they were believed to be massacred by Indians, but they weren't. They were like led there by this crazy guy who just locked them in there and they all died. No, it's true. And when you say Indians, you mean Native Americans. Yes, I apologize. But I think she says that. She says that. I was just quoting Zelda. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, mum touches the photo and does a, I can see. And like, you know, does a. I got uh, the shinning. She has a shinning moment and we get a flashback of what happened and, you know, the cult and him killing all his cult members and, and himself. Yep. And why. Pretty much just, yeah, that's, that's insane. It's insane. And now uh, back, cut back to dad and Taylor. They're doing some more ritual stuff. There's a fire. You know, fire turns blue. A ghost attacks dad. Yep. Out of the fire, does nothing. It just disappears. Dad's like, "Huh, maybe this is all real. <laughs> maybe up until this point, I haven't really believed his shit, but now I kind of do." Yep. Um, Taylor, Taylor come. Taylor explains that the the entity has now revealed its essence to you, so you can fight this entity. Yeah, now. Taylor goes out and blows fucking pipe weed smoke into Dad's face, and we can see a ghost go from. Taylor and into Dad. And this actually happened at the start of the film, we forgot to mention, in the first, like, seance whatever that thing is, that ritual. Yep. Like, the ghost went from the other ghost, Native American, into Taylor. Oh, that's uh, where the ghost went then. 
I was like, how did he get down? And he just went into Taylor. Yeah. Taylor was just holding him in there for a while. And so now Dad has some sort of weed power. <laughs> and we're, it just turns into a weed film. Yep. Um, Snoop Dogg rocks up. I, I only can assume that is the ghost of Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Even though Snoop Dogg is still alive. Yeah. Um, anyhow, that's happened. Yep. So- and also the dad's shirtless and he's very sweaty. Yeah, and hairy. And unfit. Yeah. But um, he, well, he's got a dad bod. Yeah, it's uh, a perfect dad bod. It is. He actually, in the first film, he's like doing like before, after, yeah. before, after, <laughs> like to the He's month. just like, he's letting it all hang out now. Not that yep. he's like unfit or anything, but he's just, he's got a dad bod. Oh, I can't, yeah, we, we've had this bit. So, we've talked about the bit that I've just skipped ahead to. That's fine. Um, so Taylor basically tells Steve that he needs to take his family back to where it all started. So they need to go back to the original house. Uh, and then that this is where you can take him on and this is where you can, like, finish him. Yeah. So, now, and I've got a note here. So, Zelda says that the cult wants Caroline's life force. Yes. And then I've written, and then I guess she goes home because she's just not in the next scene. She just, her scene gets, like, it gets cut. Because, yeah, Tangina just completely disappears from the scene. We do not see her Because, like, why would she leave if all this shit's happening? Yeah. She stayed with them. Like, she wouldn't leave. Which you wouldn't leave. If no. you're the expert and you know how to get this family through, you wouldn't leave. But she leaves. Um, and then, are you ready? Then Taylor comes back. They, they come back with Dad. And then he's like... I've helped you as much as I can. I'm leaving. Why? <laughs> but Tangina just left the scene. You can't leave so as now well. All the experts are leaving, and because I've got nothing more to teach them, but they clearly do. Because yeah. Tangina came and didn't know any of this shit. No. So there's a bit of fucking, you know. Yeah. You know, we just have to put you in. Oh, we've got all these scenes that Taylor isn't in, so we just have to get rid of him. Um, so later on, it's family dinner. Everyone is on edge. It's really uneasy. Robbie is sitting in a in a helmet holding a like baseball a grid bat. a gridiron helmet, which yeah. Which is, is fair. And, of course, Steve, he's trying to make it light. He's trying to sort of like... Everyone has very low spirits. He's trying yeah, to... Yeah, he's trying to Because like, he knows that they have to stick together as a family yes. to beat this. And at the moment, his family is very shattered. And they want Because your dad just went it. into the desert and smoked weed with, with another dude. guy. <laughs> yeah. Shirtless. And then came back and the dude was like, I've got to go, hey. He's like, I've got to go. Yeah, that's cool. I need a sandwich. Well, the other guy was like, we don't want to talk about what happened in the desert. No. I'm out of here. What happens in the desert stays in the desert. True. Anyhow, Dad's like, fuck this shit. Dad hits the tequila. Because mm. his family doesn't believe in him. That's the fucking worst alcohol to drink. Actually, I, when I get high amounts of stress, yep. um, which in the next episode we're going to talk about my... No, no, I'm not actually. You're not? I, I often, if I'm really, really, really stressed, like, yes. like you know, wired and, yep. like, can't calm down and, and stuff, like something's happened or I've, I've built myself, my stress levels up for some fucking weird reason, um, I often will, I don't drink. Yep. I will go and have a shot of tequila to calm myself down. Yeah, right. See, it's, I usually go for a scotch or a rum. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I so I actually... You, I, I, I watched are, that and went, damn right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like, love tequila because I uh, love lemons and shit. No, no. Sour. Tequila. I'm like, no, te- I could live in Shelbyville and be fine with that lemon tree. <laughs> <laughs> eat the lemons. <laughs> just like, That'd be me. I'll be I like. I like, I like lemons and limes. I just, tequila is that one alcohol that you had when you were young and just. It is a weird one. Okay. I've seen tequila make some of my friends 
go quite violent. Really? Uh, yeah. But no, I, I like tequila. I've, I've got a bottle stash for stressful occasions. Mm. Anyhow, Dad mm. drinks tequila. So um, he finishes the bottle no, and he drinks the worm. No, but we get this really cool shot first of it like... We see the tequila worm, which mm-hmm. is, I assume tequila still has worms in it, or do they stop doing that? I think they stopped doing that. I mean, you might be able to get it in, like, Mexico, which makes me believe or that this it... was filmed near Mexico. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I really don't think. I haven't, but then again, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert on tequila. No. They probably do have tequila worms, which is just basically a mealworm that they put in the tequila that you eat on the last shot, or you shot yes. it, which is fucking weird. But anyhow... Tequila worm. We get a zoom-in shot of the tequila worm. And this is a great-looking shot. It's this looks fantastic. real. Yeah. And we go right zoom into the tequila worm's head. So the tequila worm's head is, or like basically his top bit of it is taking up the whole camera. Yeah. And we see like a an eyeball open up on it, and it looks real. Yeah, it looks fantastic. And it fantastic. looks like exactly what we're looking at. And yeah. I'm like, this that looked great. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, we see, yeah, the evil eye open up, and then that like that's the only bit we get. We just then we cut back to mum for a while and Caroline. They're having a bath together, which is like a weird scene. Like, Yeah, a, I thought it was a bit weird. Um, uh, You know, and Caroline turns around and goes, I know why they're here, because they don't have anywhere else to go. Mm-hmm. And um, then we cut to outside and there's all these spirits, just all these spirits. Like, It's like everyone walking into a big day out. They're yeah, just yeah. heading towards yeah, the I house. Yeah, I counted them. There were 34 ghosts walking towards That's their house, which we ghosts. can only assume is... Like, so they've now been let in? Or are they just... Oh, they're just hanging outside. They're like... They don't go inside. Hello? Hey, I heard there's a, a reverend here. <laughs> Is this church? Can we have a party? And our dad, we see dad, he's like, he's he's still disheveled with his tequila. He drink, he finished, and he drank a lot of tequila. That's he drank a, a lot of tequila. And we see him drink, and we see the last sip of him go in, and we see the worm go into his mouth, and he just, like, he just drinks it. And then he, like, of course, he starts to choke. Mm-hmm. But not choke as in, like, he's, like, <coughs> I'm choking on the morning. It's like, Ugh! yeah, a yell. <laughs> like the guy dying at Buffy the Vampire, at the end of ba- Buffy the <laughs> yeah. Vampire Slayer, the yep. movie. Um, he's yelling and choking, like, as in some way, something is, like, tearing his insides apart. And, yep. like, this is the bit I always remember from this film, because it's... And, it didn't fucking, it didn't disappoint. Didn't it's, disappoint? No. Nah. That's great. Uh, so he's like, he's, you know, he's doing that. He starts snarling and we kind of see his demeanor change. Yeah. We see that, like, posture, just everything about him is changed. There is something inside. Him. He's possessed by the old guy because he kind of comes out of the shadows, kind of doing the old man smile and just says a bit of, like, the religious hymn or whatever. Yeah, he starts kind of singing the song. And he's all sweating and shit and it's wicked. Like, I, I was like, he's a good actor. He, yeah. I mean, he walks into the bathroom where Caroline is now drying off. Um, Diane comes in and he decides... He basically kicks out Caroline yeah, and starts to get... Like, we want to be alone. He wants to get busy with mummy. Yeah, he starts getting like super handsy with her. And she doesn't want to borrow it. She's not like, having a bar. No, no. Like, like, so you know a, I'm not into that. We've got a ghost to deal with. There's yeah. no time for sexy time. And then you know, he's like, nah, nah, come on, can't. <laughs> just, just 30 seconds, I promise, I promise. But then um, dad tries to turn the mum against Carol Ann. So he starts yes. using the mind Jedi mind trick. Of like, you didn't even want the daughter. Yes. You wish she was like aborted and all this shit. If she wasn't here, we wouldn't be having this problem. We'd all be happier without Caroline. Yeah, yeah. And then like he makes sure that Caroline can hear. Also, he's trying to break the family's 
bond and yeah. union apart because he that's their most powerful weapon is unity. Mm-hmm. The video game program to make games. <laughs> Um, so he he once again uh, he goes to attack her. Oh, it doesn't work, and then no. so he goes, "Fuck it, I'll just rape you." Yeah, no means no. Um, then so she, but she uses the power of love somehow. Well, she's about to get raped, and she realizes that What's he's happened? possessed by this dude. I think. Yeah. And then she's like, "Stephen, I love you. I love you." And because we all know that they mention him a lot of times that he hates their love. Yeah. And he's like, "There's a." And he yells, and then we get my most favourite scene. We get a stop motion uh, scene of the dad vomiting up a gigantic fucking worm. Oh, it's so. It's not good. a tequila, and it's like bubble. It's like oh, it's grey and blue veiny. It's like a massive dick. Yes, it really is. It's covered in goo. Covered in goo, covered and in it's goo. like it's a, it's kind of. A stop motion vomit. So you're watching this thing come out of this man's mouth, which clearly couldn't have been in his mouth. So it's wicked. Mm. It's really disjointed and sickening. And you're like, it's like, and not only that, when it cuts to like it just hanging out of his mouth, it's all animatronic and like like a a, a grub or a worm that yep. you pull out of the ground, like twitching and shit. And it gets and eventually blitz out of his mouth. And splops onto the floor. <laughs> and, like, kind of rolls under the bed. And rolls under the bed. And then we get this cool, like, stop motion um, kind of foreground shot of mm-hmm. it going. And, like, you can see skulls it's and limbs. It's growing. It's transforming. It's, 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 it's metamorphosis state. It's, it's chrysalis state. It's changing into something. I and call like, it the Cronenberg stage. Oh, the Cronenberg stage. I like it. And then we see it, it kicks the bed over onto them. They're stuck under a bed. Ah, bed! Can't get out from under a a mattress. (laughs) And we see it crawling out. And this is a bit I remember as a kid that kind of scared me. So they've... You told me this, and I assumed this, that they must have got an amputee to do this bit. They did, yeah. So it's just a torso with, like, little fucking fleshy, like... Fleshy nubs. Fleshy nubs that are not formed yet. And it's got a head, and it's kind of commando crawling. You can see its ribs, its backbone and shit. Like, it's slimy and white and blue-veined. And it's also made up to look like the Rev as well. So he, like, looks at them and it's like... Yeah, it kind of stops and turns around as well as it can. And looks at them and smiles, and it's all, like, half-formed... Fuck it's rad. It looks looks amazing. Covered in, as I said, you put fucking slime on anything. Yep. Looks amazing. Never have a dry monster. No. Fool's game. No. And so many films suffer from dry monster. <laughs> have you noticed that? I like, have. Yes. No one wants a dry monster because no. it looks like a puppet. You put puppet. You put slime on latex. It looks like otherworldly. Yeah. And so in aliens was wicked. Like mm. those aliens in aliens, as in, like they didn't have fucking. Shit coming out of their mouths and slime and yeah. thing. And didn't HR Giga have something to do with this film? Yeah, he did a lot of the designs. He, um, he, he was yeah, he was like in the credits. He was the first, maybe the third person in the credits as like conceptual artist. Yeah, so he would have done all the drawings of what shit. I would love to see those drawings. Yeah, same. But also, again, coming back to all of the things that are wrong with this film, um, he was complaining that everything he had done and created and conceptualized for this film a lot of it was just disregarded and cut and just changed yeah, right so. so he came in to do this thing and they kind of were like now we know that you're like a really good artist but can you not do not, your style just don't do you 
yeah, kind of idiots. Thing. Yeah, they're like, don't make it look like aliens, and he's like, but aliens, I didn't make aliens look like me. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, have you seen my landscapes? Exactly. <laughs> it's just aliens for aliens. Anyhow, it's Lula's out the room. <laughs> Like, it you stops know, and winks at them. I like stops that. Stops and winks has good. a little like, yeah, you wanted it, love. <laughs> you want this. You want my little, my fleshy mounds. <laughs> my fleshy mounds. Mum and dad search the house for the kids. Yep. And they're like, they, you know, where where is it? Which this is, okay, so this is really frustrating because they just, they openly state, let's separate and look for the kids. Yeah, well, my, yeah, mum and dad search the house for the kids. and But first, a giant slimy flesh monster appears and grabs the dad, mm. right? And then this thing is like, cool. It's like, it's the monster. Yeah. It's the fucking beast. It looks fantastic. It's it's huge now. It's got like various different like it's faces got, in it. Yeah, it's kind it's, of like, if you can imagine, it looks like Medusa. Yeah. if Because it has two arms. It looks like Medusa if she didn't have a head. She just had snakes for head. Yeah. Because it's got tendrils for hair, but it's got that kind of Medusa body with two arms. So if you can imagine, kind of mm. like the thing, actually. Yeah, I did get a thing vibe. But what I'm on, like, what I kind of thought it was was like this. It's this this entity's got all of the people that he trapped down there, and they're Mushed all into it. part of this thing, and they've all kind of like amalgamated into yeah. this fleshy mound. Yeah. And you know, the dad uses his fucking his weed, his Snoop Dogg power, and whoosh, breathes on the ghost, and the ghost is like. <laughs> and the ghost says, I hate we. Yeah. And he just gets like shot up into the ceiling and disappears. And then, and then, mum and dad are like, wow, that was fucked. Let's split up. Let's split up. And, and, I, look and I was for like, the kids. for fuck's sake. That just happened. And, and the whole vibe is like, be a family, stay together. Let's split up and look for our kids. Pure cabin in the woods in, right there. In the three bedrooms that this house has. Oh, it's a fucking the... mansion. It's huge. Um, so, like, so, so they split uh, up. They've yeah. split up now. Diane goes downstairs. She's, like, hearing all this banging happening upstairs while this is going on. Um, she opens the closet doors. Bam! Ghouls. Fools with corpses. Ghouls coming out. Jump out at her. You know. And then she falls down the ground covered in, in ghouls. Nope. It's, it's just a mop. It's just a vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. She was scared of her womanly duties. Oh, <laughs> <No>. Yes, <laughs> she was. Uh, Robbie jumps out of the closet um, and then... She, so mum's got Robbie. It's like, Carol Ann is missing. We need to figure out where Carol Ann is. So for some reason... Obviously in another part of the house. That's right. For some reason, they head out to the garage. No, dad rocks up. So yeah. dad's like, we split up for about four seconds. Yeah. Couldn't find Carol Ann. We're back now. And now they go, do you know where we should go? The garage. Why not? Why not? It's the only place we haven't been. They go in the garage. They find Caroline. She is in the car. Um, yada, yada, yada. They all get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but, of course, whatever entity is in and around the house does not want them to leave. So um, everything in the, the garage is... is working to keeping them there. So, yes, like, so the chains have come and, like, hooked yes, around and, the bumper. Yeah, so he doesn't want them to leave. The the, the roller door won't go up. We have a, an electrical wire, yep. a rogue electrical wire that zaps around. Trying to zap at the dog. Not okay. Um, Not okay. The, the dad beats it with a rake because we all know electrical wire's weaknesses are rakes. And then everyone yes. gets in the car. Yep. So they were fighting off, like, shits. Flying around the room and that, and then they get in the car. So everyone is now 
in the car. Then we get the fucking cool thing. We see a chainsaw on the bench. This looks great. Start up and start floating. And I love floating tools. Yes. Like House, the original House. Yes. Not the original, original Japanese one, but House um, with... um. William Cat, yeah, uh, greatest American hero. That with the floating tools, and they're always just floating around the house. I love floating tools. I used to draw floating tools as a kid all the time. I used to go into my tool shed and make out the tools were floating around and shit. We have a floating chainsaw, which was, and without a doubt, my most favorite tool as a kid. Yep. Um, I've talked about it before. I had a toy chainsaw collection when awesome. I grew up. Awesome. Because everyone knew that I love chainsaws. We get a floating chainsaw. So they're in the car and this chainsaw is like kind of attacking the car. It's great. Like they actually like drag a chainsaw over the car. Like you yeah. see it going down the windscreen, fucking up the windscreen. It looks Which great. Is awesome. So Because usually in films they don't put a chain in a chainsaw, you know what I mean? But this no, was a real the, chainsaw. Yeah. So another fun fact about this film was at some point they were also considering making it a 3D film. So there are certain shots during this chainsaw scene where, like, they're in the car and the chainsaw is coming towards the 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 windshield, so that potentially could in three D come out at the audience. Nice, nice. Anyhow, chainsaw fucks around for a while. The car, the dad puts on the reverse as hard as he can. Eventually, the chains break. <laughs> no, the bumper comes off the car. And they reverse out the door and fucking they're like, fuck this shit. And they drive away. They peel off into the night. They head back to their old house. Um, oh, yeah, because they've mentioned. Yeah. Taylor mentioned earlier that you should go back to your old house because you should face him on his home turf because he wouldn't expect that. And like, home, home, home ground advantage is a thing. Yes. So it doesn't seem like the best place. Like now, in Friday the 13th, in Freddy versus Jason. What do they do? They take Jason back to Camp Crystal Lake because he's got home ground advantage. To fight Freddy. Exactly. Exactly. Anyhow, they so they round rock they go to the hole back their old house, which is now the excavation site. They go Zelda's there. Yeah. Tangina. Well, Tangina. She's like, I knew you would can. Like, where did you go? That that was like, the point where like, why don't you just stay with them? Like, where were you? Anyhow, they all go down the hole. They're all now, they're a family. Even Robbie, fuck, fucking that poor kid having to go into a fucking oh, he's just brutal his, catacomb. Like his life is just, that's it. And then, out of nowhere, mum and Caroline get zapped to the other side. So once again, mum and Caroline are stuck in fucking Ghostville, USA. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they go down another t- a tunnel and Taylor is there. He's just there. He's where, got a fire going. And I'm like... It's just roasting s'mores. But I'm like, but you left because you weren't needed. Yeah. Clearly you were needed. Yep. <laughs> He's just like, I've created a fire portal yeah. to go to the ghost world. We can send you to the other dimension. Why didn't you do this day one? When no one was split up as a family. I don't know. And so he-, he zaps all of them. So he's he zaps the dad and he zaps Robbie. Because they have to be united as a family. Because he doesn't like, because that's their greatest power. Anyhow, um, Robbie and Dad and Robbie, they go into the portal. They're zapped into fucking Ghostville, USA. And then Ghostville is like, what is it? It's like, it's kind of like they're floating underwater. Yeah. But it's like clouds and colors and purples. It's all very light. It's all white, pastely white clouds and and pinks, that that hot pink and that hot blues in there of the 80s. It's look, it looks all right. It looks, it looks right. like the other side. <laughs> um, 
So at, at one point as well, so the, the big Cronenberg monster comes out. It, it You know, the family, they're reunited. They're yes. all happy. Now they've got to get back to the normal side. Um, and then, of course, the monster comes out. It attacks Carol Ann. But no, no. First it like, it, they grab each other. Everyone, once everyone hugs in there, it creates a barrier of of family power Love. around them. And then the, mon- the old man monster, the monster gets zapped by the barrier and goes, ah! But uh, that's it. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, yeah, like, at one point, um, Taylor passes through the spear that uh, he... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah. so he passes yeah, no, yeah. through so, yeah, the spear. But the monster gets zapped away. Mm. Right. But then um, at, in in the commotion of like kind of the barrier explodes when the monster gets... Right, and right, in that explosion... Family explosion. Caroline gets knocked away from the group. Yep. And is grabbed by the monster. Yes. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. So she gets grabbed by one of its fucking big, big ass arms. And we get this weird scene of like very cool of her like stop motion kind of aging. Yeah. Like that, uh, fucking, like, you know, last crew, Indiana Jones, yes. last crusade. Like, yeah. but then like next time it goes back to her, she's fine. Yeah. Nah, she's all good. That's fine. So we um, get that cool idea. Yeah, and then she's just flung into the light with the the rest of the spirits, and then she's gone. No, no, no. There's more. No? So then, then Taylor outside goes, oh, fuck. He must be watching this from his fucking yes. fire vision. Yes, he is. And he's like, here, have this spear. And yes. he throws the spear into the fire. The dad grabs the spear. This is a spear that they mentioned they foreshadowed at the start of the film. Why didn't he just give the spear to them when they went in there? I don't know. Anyhow, dad, he fucking dad catches the spear and dad fucking just pokes the monster with it, which then like um, kills it. Yeah, that's it. It, it just dies. kind of like goes, ah, I'm dead. But Caroline then floats. She, yeah, she floats like off a into- fucking astronaut, like lost in space. And she gets knocked into the abyss into yep. the light. Into the light. Which we can only assume is where they they ascend. Yeah. There was also a really cool bit that we forgot to mention that where there's a bit where, like, as they're about to come into the fire, the portal, the ghost comes out of the portal for a second. We get this really oh, cool yeah, yeah. stop-motion thing of its body of all the faces on it, like, moving. Because Carol Ann's face is in it as well. Yeah. She's going, like, yeah. Which is just an illusion. Anyhow, come back. So now he's beaten. So yep. if they just, so if they'd given the dad the spear from the start, he could have just poked that monster the first time he saw it, and it would have been over. Yeah, he just needed to poke it with the stick. That's generally all you got to do is just poke it with a stick. Uh, so now Caroline's dead. So they're floating in the and the, like everyone's the like nether. they're dead. The yeah. like, I couldn't save her. She's gone. They're floating in Ghostville, USA, in the other side, just floating around, going fuck. Just lost our kid. We just threw her into heaven. It's like Jesus. But don't worry. No. Because out from heaven, the the, the hot light still there comes. Oh, the grandma ghost with Caroline. And she's all in like this white wavy the wafty, gown. Angelic. She's like, yeah. And she's and, my, and the mum's like, grandmom. You because like, you know this grandma has the power of a god to pull someone back out of heaven and throw them... Including herself. And then she's like, floats Caroline back. And then like, (laughs) mum and go, and then she's like, goodbye. I'm going, why don't you just stay? If you can do that shit. Yeah, like if you can do that, why don't you just stick around? Like, what are you going to do? She doesn't have a body. Well, they could find Anyhow, bam, everyone's back. 
back in the cave. Yay, we did we it. We did it. I poked the monster with a stick. It doesn't like sticks. It doesn't. We've learnt that. So they, they crawl out of the tomb into the light of a new day. They all rejoice. It's fantastic. And then Taylor asks Stephen for can the I, car. Can I have your car? He's like, yeah, right. Yeah, all right. And then, like, I suppose that's all right payment because it's fucked anyway. Yeah. And then, like, Taylor drives off and then they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then they're like, we need a ride. And yeah. then the end scene is them chasing Taylor down the road going, wait up, motherfucker. But also, where's Tangina at this point? She's just gone. Get a ride from her. She's gone. Where is she? She she just evaporated. <laughs> she wasn't that was she wasn't called on set that day. Anyhow, end. That's the end. That is the end. As much as um Yeah, the uh uh yeah, that that film. What a what a roller coaster. We had highs, we had lows, we had it highs. Is a, this film is definitely I called it a, a roller coaster gateway horror for kids. Yeah. There is no violence in this film. Yep. There is less violence. There's no gore. There's no. more gore in the first one when the guy pulls his face yep. off. Like none of that shit happens. There is not one drop of blood in this film. No. Apart from when Robbie gets scratched <laughs> by the by Taylor. And even then it's pitiful. Um, um, yeah, so there's no actual. I mean, this is probably why I saw it as such a young kid as well. Yeah, there's no actual death, like killing. There's like the grandma, obviously she passes on, but there's no killing. No, and um, but um, I loved this film as a kid, and I can see how it has affected my whole life and the way I tell stories and I write my books. Yeah, like I have the pretty much the pacing of this film in my stories. <laughs> I have like characters need to be somewhere portal. <laughs> You know, like, every scene has to have a big ghost or a cool scene happen in it. Floating fucking chainsaws, kids, the things, goopy ghosts, big-ass yep. ghosts. I mean, it did have the big lumbering ghost at the end, which is yep. always a faux pas, which they, they kill with a stick. But this is basically an effect. I mean, I'm not saying this is a good film, but I'm saying the, I watched this at the right time as a kid and all that kind of creativity that I was, like, just hatching all came out in seeing... All these visuals, all these ideas in this film, from the stop motion to the fuck. You know, there were so many little tad bit, tidbits in here. Yeah. I saw this before I saw Poltergeist 1. Yeah, right. <laughs> As a kid, yeah. This is definitely okay. the one I saw first. Yeah. Because um, I, I think I saw I had taped it from television. So it's not the best film, but it's definitely not the worst film in the world. It certainly isn't. Well, like, I watched this film a little over a year ago because uh, Liz and I, we went through and we did, we marathoned. We watched... Of a third one, the we watched all three, one. and then we watched the remake, which is not great. Um, but yeah, rewatching it, I'm like, I really just don't remember half of this film. Like, I remember certain this aspects. There's so much in it. There's yeah, so there many is so ideas. Much. Like, I and obviously scenes. remember the braces scene, and I remember the reverend standing at the door with his fucking you're gonna die creepy there. face. But yeah, I really didn't remember anything that was going on in the film. And I'm like, I watched this not that long ago. Um, like I say, the, the effects were fantastic. The designs were great. Um, Add goo to everything. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Um, Julian Beck. Julian Beck is the name of the actor who played the Reverend. The and old he, guy. He was just by far the most terrifying thing about this movie. Like, he just played it so well. And the fact that... I Yeah, yeah yelling crazy old men yeah. is scary, eh? And I believe he died not too long after this film was completed. Did everyone die? So um, the actor who plays Taylor, 
he well he actually came back to set and he performed an exorcism on the set because all this that's just slow blink his ghost yes I, I can see your slow blink uh, but he also passed away two years later um, complications from heart surgery complications from ghosts from ghosts and of course the um, the actress from the first film the older sister they make no mention of her in this film because she was murdered. The actress was murdered yeah. by her boyfriend. Yeah, was, yeah, was, she's not in it. Yeah, no, I forgot about her There completely. was meant to be like this little scene where they're like, oh, she's off at college. Um, but they, but they just didn't even... Put it in. Didn't even mention it, didn't even say anything. So, um, yeah, like a few little weird things happened on set as as always. But, yeah. like. But you could have... I, I didn't notice it and it didn't affect the film and she could have been away at college. You don't... Yeah, because you, yeah, you don't have to say that shit. No, but, you, you don't need to But they to probably... Know. Yeah. I, I don't think they wanted to really sort of murdered. Del- yeah, that's quite disturbing and upsetting. But uh, yeah, so I mean, this was this was it was fun. I enjoyed it. Like I was having a hectic week, and I'm like, I got I got to sit down. Nice and short as well. Yeah, it was like I love a short film. Anytime, give me a short film. What did you give it? I gave it two. I gave it a D as a Dan special. Not yep. because it had any dismembered dicks or, or anything like that, but like it had lots of practical effects. Yes. And it was definitely a film which affected me as a kid. Yep. So it's a Dan special and, and an F. I gave it fun and dumb because that's yeah, it's I gave practically it that. what it is. Yeah. Like I it's, wouldn't necessarily say it's a classic that everyone has to watch. No, um, the first film is. Yes, 100%. But yeah, this this was fun and dumb. Like I will probably rewatch it in a, in a couple of years. Excellent, also. excellent. What are we going to watch next week? All right, so I have picked, we're going to watch from 1989, Warlock. I haven't seen this. Neither or, have I. Or I have and I can't remember it. Yeah, probably. It is on YouTube for free. You can watch it for free on YouTube now. Um, so that's, and I believe it is like an hour and a half film. So even better. Nice. Yes. Uh, well, that's going to do it. But before we sign off, we just want to take a moment to thank the listeners who have interacted with the interacted with us some over the, the past listeners. week. Yes. Thank you. Some of you. Some of you. Uh, someone like Adam Kister, Patrick Roberts, Adam Gillespie, Andrew Hector, Biggest Dickus, Ringo Stalin, <laughs> South Aussie Collector. Your, South Aussie Collector. That's a hard your, one to say. Yes. South Aussie Collector. Thank you very much. We really appreciate oh, our little community of of, of people that like to talk about our stuff. Yeah, I love having, like, I have conversations with Chris Franks. We just, we chat now. Oh, really? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. We chat about movies and shit. You awesome. made a new friend. I did. Makes me happy. He actually messaged me in the week saying he, he retold my lo- losing data story to some of his IT friends and they were like, shocked and horrified yeah. and he's like oh it's like horror but it horror yeah he, he messaged me about it and he's like i can't believe it i'm like yeah i was like fuck uh but anyway you've been listening to terrorvision horror podcast with dan and jennifer we are available on all major podcasting servers but no longer on the youtubes but no matter where you choose to consume us please make sure to hit the like button subscribe leave a comment or a review and make sure you share with all your friends you can interact with us on both Facebook and Instagram at Terrorvision Pod, which will keep you up to date with upcoming episodes, trivia, and of course, memes that are 100% three years old by now. Uh, we also have a website. I'm doing stuff. I'm getting around to it. Mm-hmm. Stop fucking harassing me. And until next time, stick together with your family because you'll be so safe in the other side. <laughs>